0: welcome to the 50th episode of somewhat sports oh yeah thank you so much wow <laughs> i didn't see all of you there that's great thank you very much for that 50th episode of uh, Somewhat sports the 50th episode spectacular uh what's spectacular spectacular <laughs> spectacular about it uh, is the fact that we're still here and this is still a thing that we're doing <laughs> 50's a lot, man. 50 is a lot 50 is a lot that's a lot, and they don't pay us for this either. <laughs> that's a whole lot of investment. I don't so, agree that i paying us enough for one. Right, <laughs> that's right. So uh, any uh, any business inquiries, feel free to contact us if you want to sponsor I'll, the show. Somewhat,
1: sports. I will shamelessly plug any product in the world.
0: Exactly, literally any of them. No, I, I wouldn't do that. I think we have to have some discretion. We have to we we have the trust of our of our listeners now. We we got to make sure that uh, the product is good before we start saying, "Oh yeah, like go ahead and go out and buy this stuff." Yeah. Um, but anyway, somewhat sports at gmail.com if you want to inquire about that. Uh, With that being efforts. said, let's
1: talk about our sponsors, Fire Festival. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh,
0: my <laughs> name is John Dennis. Uh, you can catch me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at John Dennis Radio. You can catch the show uh, at Somewhat Sports um, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, joining me, my co-host, John Williams. You
2: can catch me on Instagram at JLWilliams5. And Alberto Camargo.
1: Catch me on Twitter at A-L-B-A-R-E-T-O-E. You already should already know that by now. And then the Instagram? Uh, they don't need to follow my Instagram. <laughs> the same with an underscore.
0: <laughs>
1: that's, that's my inside, uh, my head,
0: Alberto voice, by the way. Um, it's insulting. Yeah, you're welcome for that. You're welcome for that. Um, so a little bit has happened since the last time we, uh, we, we had the podcast. Now, to, for the sake of transparency, I'm going to tell our listeners this, that. Um, so as as you all know... Uh, if you've listened to the podcast for a little while, that I do work here at the uh, at WPCV at the uh, at the radio station, and uh, before I was doing overnights, that was my my gig, and so it was a lot easier to manage that because you know I was not working during the day. Uh, we usually record this podcast in the evening, um, but now. I've been doing uh, seven to midnight, and uh, although there's nothing, nothing's been official yet. You know, we're still waiting to hear if I'm going to be the official guy going forward. But the last couple of weeks uh, have been uh, have been a little changed to the schedules, which is why we haven't been able to record the podcast just because scheduling conflicts and all that. But uh, we're hoping that going forward uh, with a more established schedule and all this stuff ahead of time that we're going to be able to get episodes out in a more timely manner and uh, and regularly scheduled. So that's that's the idea. Uh, going forward so i appreciate your uh your sticking around with us through this whole uh this whole process but a little bit has happened uh since then of course there was the super bowl um chiefs are the winners very excited about that you know and but that's already old news at this point so i <laughs> want to talk about what happened uh pretty recently uh, of course they had the all-star weekend this past weekend i thought it was a lot of fun a little bit of controversy here and there uh, well, do you want to talk about the uh the all-star game first i thought i thought it was a refreshing change
1: Absolutely. What do you guys think? I think that the final format that they came up with, um, although there were a little bit of hiccups um, every now and then, like um, keeping track of scores after quarters because the scoreboard would go back to zero for each quarter, but they'd have the running score in the top right corner every now and then. That was a bit uh, bit, uh, dodgy, but we also saw a new format at the end of the game, seeing both teams score, or at least try to get to 24 points higher than the highest team's score. So that was a little confusing as well. So the final score was one fifty-seven because Giannis' team had one thirty-three, even though LeBron's team had one twenty-four. So they had to score more than twenty-four points, sure, right? This is I, I understand. Com- it's yeah. it is complicated, but it, it, is, we, you know. it, it was easy to understand if you tried to understand on your own. If you were going sure. off what the commentator said, you could be Good very luck. confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they seemed very confused. John, what do you think about the the All Star game? I think, think it was- it, I
2: think it, it served its purpose. Um, it was a little confusing to the average viewer, but they definitely accomplish what they were trying to do, which is raise the, the level of intensity between the players and the, sure. the competition, more defense, less, um, just kind of letting guys go by and shoot whatever shots they want.
0: I saw people diving for balls. That was in an all star game? Oh, yeah. And not letting it just roll out of bounds? That was incredible. Yeah. But Not nah. expecting that. Was the last time you saw that in an all star game?
2: I know, right? It was, it was definitely, it was definitely one of the, the best ones. And then that, like, like you guys said, the last quarter, um, I think it definitely brought out—it was a playoff atmosphere almost, if you think of it. And then you're looking at the best players in the world um, doing this. So the one thing I think they could have changed was how the game ended. It ended on a free throw. Sure. So I feel like, you you know, you you do a win by two or something like that (laughs) to end the game. Like, you don't just— you don't send af, after it's like a, such a a climax to get to that point, sure. and then you just win on like a free throw, and it kind of was like like right. deflating it, at that.
1: It's point. almost like they had, they didn't think about the possibility of the game coming down to a foul when with 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 one team with one point left to score. Yeah, sure. because I think that if anybody would have given that more than two seconds of thought beforehand, they would have seen that as anticlimactic as it would have been to end on a free throw. That they probably should have tweaked the rules to where. Free I mean, throws are worth like point five. There are, well, no. <laughs> but, yeah. well, the, you, the thing is, you can't let it so
0: that way. You know, you can foul with impunity at the end of the game. Like you, like that would mean that whatever. If it's like the last shot of the game, then you know you just push them out of the way and say, "All right." Yeah. Like yeah. so, there's some sort of middle ground you have to find. You have to find there in order to make it so that way the free throws maybe aren't worth as much. But I don't know. Because like, you can't, it's, it's a tough situation.
1: I mean, I, I know I know the idea of playing pickup rules to where, like, you know, game point, everybody just starts fouling. Right. I get that that doesn't, that doesn't sound appealing, but I don't think any of those players are going to be fouling hard just to try to, like, like, yes, it's right. the all-star game, you want to win, but also, no but, also, <laughs> but also it's the all-star game, like, nobody wants to get hurt. Right. So True I that. think that most of those players would have seen, like, the reasonable side of it and just kind of thought, all right, let's play the best defense possible. Right. If they score, they score, you know. but we can't just rely on a foul.
2: Yeah, because sure. the, the, the coach for LeBron's team probably drew up a play to just say, all right, the, we're in, they're in the penalty. We'll just get a switch on Kyle Lowry so he's guarding Anthony Davis and then just throwing the ball. And he's going to have to foul you. I can tell
1: you what and the I, final play wasn't drawn up to be was LeBron taking a 40-footer. <laughs> that was not the final play they drew up, but he tried it. But he I, I really hoped he would have made it, but nah, <laughs> hey, unfortunately cool? he didn't. It would have been cool. So <laughs> he it's not, was so confident. <laughs> I mean, that's LeBron, though. That's got to be his LeBron James. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <gasps> uh, he's had no reason to not be confident. He's been touted as one of the greatest players of all time, potentially, since high school. So I could see why that would kind of get to your head at some point. Yeah. Um, but anyways, looking at some of the other periphery uh, events during All-Star Weekend, it was cool that... Uh, that we had a couple of uh, heat players win some some hardware. Bam out of bio obviously won the skills challenge, which was really interesting because he's a big man and mm-hmm. you know and all that. But although a lot of people feel the skills challenge has kind of been watered down a little bit uh, to make it a little more even, and I think that uh, some people had some not necessarily some issues with it. I think it was everyone, no one had really had an issue with Bam out Io winning the whole thing, but I, yeah. I feel like certain people thought that maybe some events should have been tailored more towards guards and then maybe had something you know where the bigs had more of an advantage and so you if you had a crossover skill set it would be a little bit easier to uh you know to to quantify that but, yeah. but it
2: hasn't it hasn't changed in a while has it
0: not super long no 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 but okay um but the skills challenge, I feel like, is, is just like, oh, like here's the skills challenge. You know what I'm saying? Here's players doing like routine things. Right. Here's a yeah. chess pass <laughs> and here's a three-pointer. Here's a bounce pass. Wow. Well, <laughs> I will
2: say the NBA, what we've seen in these past years is they're pretty good at taking feedback and not, not being afraid to make those drastic changes that sure. we've, we've never seen before. So I'm sure if enough people complain about that skills challenge right. being subpar, right. they'll, they'll try to do well, something. I How, would like hmm? How would you change it, though? How would you change it, though? Either maybe get rid of it and replace it with something else. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a good change. Get rid of it. (laughs) That's the start. John blowing everything up. Um, But yeah,
0: go ahead. I was going to say, like, that that wasn't the most – I feel like people aren't really going to pay attention to, like, how – that wasn't the most pressing matter that needed some change in terms of the – the periphery events and during All Star Weekend, uh obviously a lot of controversy surrounding the uh, the dunk contest. Before I get into that, I just want to point out how cool that moment was when Buddy healed scored in that last shot in the three point contest. Oh. Yeah, be Devin Booker. That was just a just a cool moment. Like even though like like the
1: stakes weren't super high, it was just like one of those. Was like wow, that's that's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, I was I was rooting for obviously Duncan, Duncan Robinson being a Heat fan. Yeah, he I, ruined it. I wanted the clean swept, <laughs> oh. yeah, trust, trust me, we all thought about it before going into yeah. the night. I definitely thought about it and how cool that would be, but. Um, you know, he just kind of got, went a little cold and maybe, he didn't even go cold really, he just wasn't, he just didn't get hot. Right, exactly. So, I mean. He was lukewarm. He was lukewarm, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but it, and it was funny because I feel like out of all of the, out of all of the events, I feel like bam had the least chance of winning that particular event because he's like because duncan robinson can shoot the three really well obviously we saw derrick jones jr take home the hardware in the dunk contest like i said we'll get to that in a minute but i felt like out of all the ones that were like long shots i feel like bam Adebayo winning the skills contest was the longest of shots right and, you know credit to him he yeah he went and he got it um, and buddy heel won the uh, the three point contest and now i want to get to this dunk contest controversy because it has uh lit the internet on uh, on fire so to speak um
1: that was a heat pun, by the way. Don't worry about that. Um, I didn't react because I didn't catch it, so that to yeah. tell you how bad it was. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Um,
2: who, are, who are the judges? So the
1: judges for the <laughs> dunk contest were... A duck? Um, dunk contest? Uh, no, a duck a lizard like I'm just saying people like they they, they should not have been there's what I'm saying like oh I thought you're talking about the fact that it's a dunk
2: no. I oh like, no, no 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 no! I really just wanted him to say Dwayne Wade so, I, that was so yeah I was gonna, gonna go through it
0: it was Scotty Pippen
1: it was Chadwick Boseman it was Candace Parker um it was common and I was gonna say if you were Dwayne to get Wade. if you would let me get through my joke I would have said four random animals <laughs> and Dwayne Wade fair <laughs> point fair point basically two basketball players a a, a women's basketball player who i think she's dunked before right i think i think she's dunked on the fast break before and then two and then a rapper and an actor well actually i should say an actor and a guy who does commercials who used to rap, right
2: (laughs) (laughs) just lost one listener uh, from chicago
1: (laughs) yeah i mean on top of um there are a lot of Issues with the, with this year's dunk contest that is going to spark conversation about how to change it and how to make right. it better. I think the, probably the easiest way to change it is to get better judges. Like I I'm, I don't hate Candace Parker being there, but let's get other former former players or former winners of the dunk contest. Yeah, I can I can see why that would be a thing.
0: I I'm not necessarily opposed to celebrity judges, and I, I do think that there is something to be said about having female representation on the uh, on the judges board. Yeah. Um, that being said. Uh, I don't understand, like, don't get me wrong, like, I love me some Chadwick Boseman.
1: They they were all from Chicago. That was the idea. And I get it. I get it. But, like,
0: who are they to be judging like dunks? You know what I'm saying? Chadwick Boseman's not the tallest guy in the world. I don't know if he can dunk. If I had to say a guess, I'd say no. Yeah. (laughs) But who knows? I mean, we've seen uh, people in the celebrity game pull off some stuff. They're like, oh, I didn't realize this person was that good at uh, at basketball. But anyways, um, I don't know. I think that going forward, in order to increase the integrity... You know, as much integrity as you can have during a dunk contest, because like, at the end of the day, it's really it's just like for fun. It's just like a for fun thing. But people, do, I mean, these are competitive athletes, so they want to take it seriously to a degree. I feel like they do try to do their best. Um, and I think that in order to, to get better, uh, they need to have a little bit more transparency so we don't have an issue uh where people are calling into question the legitimacy of the judges because it seemed like at the end i mean obviously if you haven't heard Derek jones jr won but a lot of people feel like aaron gordon was snubbed
2: again and go ahead i was gonna say like now that i'm thinking about it who really has a problem with this because i doubt it's the viewers because regardless of who won (laughs) You still got to see the show, like you still got to see the dogs happen. Right, so I right. feel but like I it's more of like the players, like, look, we're not going to keep doing this if. But it's well, also John Moran gonna... came
0: out and said, "He's like, all
1: right, that's all the information I'm never doing the dunk contest." it's also a buildup of the fact that this has happened to Aaron Gordon once before, right? To where, where oh, people you don't remember when he lost to Zach what, Levine? 2016? Uh, yeah, 2016. Yeah,
2: 2016. But look
1: who he lost to. Okay, yeah, no, exactly. Like nobody's saying Zach Levine didn't deserve to win. Nobody's saying Derek Jones Jr. doesn't deserve to win a dunk contest. Right. It's more of the fact that in that certain situation, many people figure, many people, many people felt like Aaron Gordon should have won or should have received higher scores than what he got. Right. Yeah. And I feel like. I, I from what I heard, some people
0: like in the stadium in the arena booed. Oh no, no, yeah, some people. No, it was, the arena was booing right <laughs> at the end of that. At the end of that, but day, I, I feel this. like that they wouldn't have got they wouldn't have given that reaction had Aaron Gordon already had like been like if he hadn't been slided in years past. If this sure. was like the first time where it was like oh like you know because I feel like they were taking it from him again like twice. Yeah, and they're like really like I feel like it was less, and I feel bad for Derek Jones Jr. because I feel like. That was like a dunk contest winning worthy performance, They're, like one of the best we've ever seen. Right. So you know? and so like I feel bad because a lot of people feel like yes, Aaron Gordon deserved
1: that that trophy, but it's not like Derrick Jones Jr. didn't also deserve that trophy. Yeah, another thing is um, in 2016 when Aaron Gordon lost, they had the, the NBA had the benefit of Zach Levine going second in that in the in those dunk dunkoffs. Sure. So Aaron Gordon had like I remember it was like a a, a really hard like reverse pump dunk that he got like a forty eight for. And people like in my who I was watching with, we reacted negatively to that. We thought it was a fifty. People on Twitter reacted negatively, but two minutes later, Zach Levine went between the legs from the free throw line and everybody went crazy and then they were just like, oh, 50, it's over. Yeah, in yeah. this case, Derek Jones Jr. got a forty eight and everybody thought, Oh, it's over as soon as Aaron Gordon dunks over his Taco Fall. Like this Which is... he not
0: really really taco Taco Yes, Fall. he oh,
1: did oh, clear him. He did.
2: of You little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little I, I don't care
1: I don't care if he actually hit him in the back of the head. He's 75. What do you want? But I, you drop the, it down to 73 at the most. The point is the point is he 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 dunked over a very tall man. <laughs> and <laughs> I get it, that. and I and I don't think anybody would have would have called in the question if he would have got a 50 for that dunk.
2: And I don't even know if he had that plan. I think he definitely that, didn't have a plan. At that yeah. point he was kind of like I'm tired of doing this. At one point you could hear like not the judges, like the actual the TNT announcers like Kenny Smith I'd rather listen to them and get their scores than the sure. actual judges. But they were like, they should just stop this, and it should be a tie. Like, yeah, there's no, there's no reason too. why they should keep going on. To because at this point, like, whoever loses is gonna be, it's gonna look bad at this yeah. point. Dwayne yeah. Wade himself said that
1: he tried to walk off off the, like the judges' table after they each had dunked twice and they each got fifties. He was like, all right, well, it's over. And then yeah. the NBA told him, no, you need to stay. We need to have a winner. Because when right. you're
2: doing fifties and fifties, like at that point, like. The per- anybody whoever loses is gonna feel slighted, so. right?
0: And you, I think you had brought up the point, John, uh, earlier today that uh, you thought that they should be out of a hundred. Yeah, it was. Or was it, it, was, it you that said that? It it, it, yeah, yeah. But
1: it was. Um, it was more of a thing that like this calls into question maybe not the credibility of the judges, but more so the format of the scores, right? Because like we could have celebrity judges as long as they are consistent with their scoring, and also if they were to have a a range of one to 20 to give out for points sure. that way the each judge the five of them their scores add up to 100 if it's a perfect dunk right but there's more room for nuance yeah because it's much easier to say like i say if i were to give a dunk a 18 for example and then i see a 20 dunk or I give and I give another dunk a 20 right and then i see something that didn't didn't impress me quite as much as the 20 but it didn't but it's better than the 18 instead right. of 9 and 10 now there's a there's a you know in quotes 9.5 9. a 19 <laughs> yeah. that they can give yeah, which somewhere right.
2: which, in between which naturally happens when you when you're judging and well, like yeah. when they, when you go into the beginning rounds of, of this dunk contest they're only basing on what they've seen in past years so right out the gate we've seen dunks that people have never done before so you give them a 50 for that. But now, what the danger in that is when you're moving forward and you see another dunk that you've never seen before, yeah. you have to give them a 50. Because right. every dunker
1: has better dunks planned out for later in the contest. So right. That's how all of them play. So they out. were
2: kind of like, they were stuck at a point where it was like, if you give them less than a 50 at this point, you're going to get booed out of this gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And and I feel like if if they were to have some sort of transparency when it came to... Let's say maybe having four categories, each worth about five points, right? Where he scored from one to five, you know, maybe for like originality, maybe for like, you know, how uh, powerful the dunk was. Because sometimes like guys will just like just be able to get it in, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Whereas like if you really just comfortably like, you know, like wrist hitting the the rim, (laughs) like really getting it in there. you know, I feel like that should be that should be worth something also, and yeah. then, you know, just a couple of different I mean, I'm I'm, I'm just, just like they're not to asking it. me. Adam Silver's not paying me to do this, so like I'm not going to really flesh out the whole idea. But <laughs> having something like that where you can you can really take a look at uh, each thing quantity and even have it so that way people can see at home how these judges yeah. are scoring like different things. I think would be really uh, really beneficial in general. Like say hey they gave him you know four for this, a five for this, a three for yeah. this. It might, it might take a
1: little longer, but I think it it would be. It would be more agreeable for everybody.
0: I think so too. I think so too. So I think that'd be a whole lot of fun. And uh, of course, you know, and, and like you had mentioned, John, the NBA is, is really doing, a, is trying to do the best they can to listen to the fan base and try to give a, give a, a, a performance that everyone is comfortable with, everyone is excited for. Um, and, and obviously, balancing the, what's the word I'm looking for? Balancing uh, entertainment value with, you know, fairness and all that is, is, is always kind of tough. Um, but, you know, it's definitely worth uh, worth exploring, in my opinion. But I, I did have a good time. We're talking about it now. Yeah. You know, and, and it has been a topic of conversation for the last couple of days. So if if anything, you know, <laughs> this whole controversy has been a boon for yeah. the NBA anyway.
2: So overall, did you like the the whole venue and the whole Chicago vibe? You know. Uh, Everything around the It was cool. I mean, events? Chicago
0: Chicago's always been kind of like – known as a basketball city for a long time a lot of really great players have come out of Chicago you know and it helps when you have you know a lot of people argue the greatest player of all time was the Chicago bull so again there's a lot of basketball history in Chicago even if, even if they haven't been super relevant lately uh you know it's 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 cool you know it's it's again one of those
1: cities that you just really associate with uh, with basketball and i think they leaned into that a bit and it
0: was it was good i think they put on
1: a good show all right so like this um the reason John brings this up John and you don't know this but uh we were taking a look at Future All Star uh, sites, Indiana's next year, right? Right, but that's not that's not the story here. Um, they've actually gone ahead and booked the next three years in advance. Okay, so could you tell me where the twenty twenty two NBA All Star game will be held? Where do you where do you think it should be held? Yeah, first of all, where like, do you wh- think it should be? Who's the I mean, f- if
0: for me, I mean, if you're asking me, I'm just gonna say it's Miami because like I think like Miami shows which the, point the at, best party. Yeah, and, yeah, and they haven't the been there since
1: nineteen ninety, which is incredible. Yeah. In in a bad
0: way. I mean, they, just got, they, they got a Super Bowl like recently, so it's not like Miami's like hurting for these like high profile. Yeah, events. but still,
1: like, they're but, never
2: hurting. But right, we are exactly the viewers. Exactly, but <laughs> I can like, tell the, 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 the people show. going there. Yeah,
1: the people going there to be there in person probably don't want to be in Chicago in January or February, <laughs> right. unfortunately, or Utah um, or, or or Utah or Indianapolis. <laughs> no offense.
0: Well, and the thing is with Indiana, Indiana is like I mean, they're basketball like like basketball
1: purists. Like I mean, it would be much better if the All Star Game was in July. Not sure. in February. <laughs> right, but I mean that's. I mean that would be a whole lot of different. Changes. Anyways, that's not the point. So yeah. 2021 is in Indianapolis. Yes. All right. Great yeah. basketball city. Bad weather city. Whatever. Right. 2022. Just give me a few guesses where it could be. A, a few guesses. Yeah. Oh, man. Just um, a few. Like two or three. Houston, it doesn't have to be many. No. Dallas. No. Uh, yeah. Portland. You would. Right, one would think. You would. Yeah. One would think these are great cities. Yeah. You are. You have a great mind for booking. A, a very high-profile event. event new york maybe 2022 know. is being held in cleveland ohio what <laughs> why ask adam silver i don't know adam it's funny. being held at the rocket mortgage fuel field house in cleveland ohio so well, no one puts on a <laughs> party like yeah, Cleveland. watch the watch the amount of celebrities just completely dip in numbers one, next year in Indianapolis, and two, the year after in Cleveland. Not to mention the year after, that's in Salt Lake City, which, like, right. I've heard great things about Salt Lake City, but also I'm sure the weather in February is not wonderful. Oh, probably not. Although, I mean, you know DJ Khaled's going to be there. He's going to be there regardless. Like, I know, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, if, if you count on one
0: thing, it'll be DJ Khaled being associated with it. So, he just wants to get out there, man, which yeah, loves Yeah, so I love the NBA, we have to
1: call into the question their decisions on booking here. I understand maybe yeah. they want to keep the franchises happy, but, like, that all it does is keep the, that one franchise happy. Nobody else is happy about this. Right. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that personally. <laughs> like if, if 20, even like Sacramento, like you're like, hey, it's if 2024 <laughs> is not in Miami, I don't know what they're doing.
0: I mean, again, if if it's not like somewhere with, it's been know, 30 years, people,
1: that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah. I don't even want to go into it much more. Uh, uh, to laugh. Do we have a uh, speaking of before we move off the topic of basketball, um, do you guys have any second-half predictions for – because, I mean, now we're transitioning now to the second half of the uh, of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have my uh, bold prediction. Bold prediction is that uh, the Heat win the two-seed. They get the two-seed? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. I think – uh, yeah. Right now they're in fourth, a couple right. of games away. And they've had a couple of injuries over the last uh, couple of weeks. Um which has been tough, and I think that's kind of because they were always like in contention for that two seed, yeah, uh, for a couple of weeks. And the Raptors winning like 15 straight didn't help. Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> didn't help. I uh, do, I do love the they they interviewed uh, Jimmy Butler um, <laughs> during All Star weekend. They're like, oh, what do you think about the Toronto Raptors? And like. Winning on their fifteen game fifteen game win streak, he's like, have they played the Miami Heat? <laughs> <laughs> or like, have they have they beat the Miami Heat? I think that's what he said. And I was like, that's my guy. I love Jimmy. Love that. Three love to hear it. Yeah. Love to hear it. So yeah, I, I mean, I I see there is it's not out of the realm of possibility for the Heat to recapture the two C. So they need to get hot and their guys need to get healthy, but I think it's entirely possible.
1: All right, John, do you have a prediction for this uh, upcoming year? Yeah, the second the upcoming year, the second half of the season.
2: I think uh, Russell Westbrook and. Um, James Harden, are going to finish the regular season averaging thirty or more each. Yeah, <laughs> combined. I think. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. Russell's at like twenty-seven <laughs> right now. James is at like eighty-two. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> so. Averaging a cool fifty-five points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Could be. It could be possible. So yeah, Russell Westbrook would just have to take twenty-nine shots a game and not twenty-six. Right. <laughs> and uh, do you think that's going to help them uh, make some noise in the playoffs?
2: Absolutely not. Um, so. <laughs> Seen Uh, the story before? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
1: we've we've been down this path a couple times. (laughs) Exactly. Fully Fully (laughs) once. And Mental, you got a second half prediction? Yeah, so um, I'm gonna go down to the bottom of the not the entire NBA standings, but the NBA playoff standings. I think that the New Orleans Pelicans are going to sneak into the playoffs, sneak in, squeak in, whatever word you want to use. Right. They're going to make that eight seed, and we're going to get Lakers Pelicans in the first round. We're going to have the three. Most hyped prospects of the of the twenty first century: LeBron, Anthony Davis, Zion Williamson, in the same playoff series. Uh, the NBA and, would love that. The NBA would absolutely <laughs> would love, love that. that now you're... that now that comes at a, a price, right? The team that's currently in eighth, the Grizzlies, are also a fun team with a fun rookie. Yeah, I love me some John Morant. I just don't see because. The Grizzlies are in eighth, and then the Mavericks are in seventh, and they're four and a half games above the Grizzlies. Right. I think that top seven in the West is kind of set in stone. It's really just the eight seed that's up for grabs. Sure. So the Grizzlies have, looks like, a four-game lead on the Blazers, five, a five on the Spurs, and five and a half on the Pelicans. Sure. So they got a bit of ground to make up, but, I mean, over the next few games, that's definitely possible to be made up. Sure. Um, I don't see the Spurs getting hot enough to make the playoffs. I don't see the Blazers making any new noise either, despite having Damian Lillard. Um, well, he's, he's hurt now, but we'll see how... How quickly he can come back. I've got to sign Whiteside, man. I think the Grizzlies <laughs> have a chance to make the playoffs, but I want to see the Pelicans in there, so my heart is and my head are telling me that the Pelicans will make that A-seed.
2: If they do make that A-seed and the Grizzlies get kicked out, does Zion win Rookie of the Year no, John no, 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 no. Now you're just being ridiculous. He's <laughs> right? still third behind Kendrick Nunn, so I don't know what the heck they Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Listen, buddy. <laughs> it's a bold <laughs> prediction, man. It could happen. That's, you never know how... how I still think Ja would
1: deserve rookie of the year because you can't give it to Zion at this point, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think you can give it to Zion
0: either, and I think that the ball spread around too much in Miami for Kendrick Nunn to really yeah. get it, although I'd like for him to get it because it, it would just be... Because like, this season, as like a Heat fan, has just been amazing. Mm-hmm. It's It's been I the most fun that really I've is. had. For, since you know, probably the big three. If we're going to be complete, I mean, Wade's last dance last season was fun because there's, like some novelty to it, and it was like, oh, like you know, Dwayne Wade, and it's very, it was very nostalgic and sentimental.
1: But for basketball reasons, I'm very excited. It was going to be really fun. This team, Dwayne Wade festival coming up next weekend. That's the right, the <laughs> jersey retirement three, three nights day. of Dwayne Wade. Oh man, don't <laughs> get you started. I'm you know, remember it right that now? The, the retiring Dwayne Wade's jersey and like as a part of a three day thing? Yeah. So like the Heat have a game on Friday and then they have a game on Sunday. On Sunday, they're actually retiring the jersey. But like on Friday and, and Saturday, somewhere in Miami, they're doing like a big event for Dwayne Wade. Oh, like when I mean, is this? I mean, to be fair, it's this, this
2: weekend coming up. Uh like two days from now. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's the uh. end. Of, it's the end of February, so it might like, be it July's might be over and done with by the time you listen to this podcast. But
0: <laughs> still, I'm excited about it. If, if anyone deserves three days, I mean, Dwayne Wade, number three, One, three two, championships. There it is. I mean, three day festival. I dig it. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Plus, this whole season has been a party anyway. You know, lots of great surprises. Oh, I can't talk enough about heat basketball. Anyways, uh, we should probably move off it, though, because no one else cares except for me and I Alberto and, I guess, most Miami. of Yeah, Miami. <laughs> Anyways, um, so part of me wants to talk about uh, the XFL a little bit.
1: Um, have you guys caught any uh, XFL action? I caught the, I caught the first uh, half like of the Vipers the- first it. game, and I, then I, I promptly shut it off and never watched again. Right. Well, I
0: feel like that's because you're so uh, jaded as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. You were, like, finally hoping for
1: some, like, some productive football. and uh, I wasn't hoping. <laughs> I was just Area, curious. Yeah. I, wasn't, like, I, wasn't, I had no expectations. I was just curious. <laughs> These guys are just as
0: bad. And then Aaron
1: Murray <laughs> decided to be Aaron Murray, and I remember, right. like, oh, that's Aaron Murray.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. I mean, I think the XFL is doing a lot of really cool stuff. I like their, their in game player interviews and stuff like that they're doing and having the, they took some stuff from the AAF too where they have the replay officials talking about like why they're making certain calls and, and a lot of that. And I think a lot of a lot of that stuff is really cool. And I think if they can continue to develop the product in the field, I think it's gonna be something that really can scratch that football itch um, during the during the season, you know, or during the off season rather. Um, so it's interesting, but the quarterbacks. Are so bad. And I feel like it, they're not really going to get off the ground from a entertainment perspective until they start putting out quarterbacks on it. Because right now they're getting like third string guys and like practice squad guys from the NFL who have kind of like just not been
2: it. And I was going to say, though, like, is that ever going to change? I think they got to take a different approach to this because if somebody's good enough to be in the XFL, we stopping them from saying I should be in the NFL getting paid way more.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I feel like there's a couple of routes that you could take. I think that one, one thing might be um, being a little more restricting with what the defense can do, potentially. Um, but again, you don't want to change the game too much where it's like not reminiscent of like actual football. Because um, their yeah. whole thing is, like, defenders, like, should be able to, like, lay the wood on, you know, on somebody and really knock someone's head off. But the, yeah, the quarterback issue, the, the problem, I think that, uh, and I saw this raised on an article online. I, can't, I wish I can give credit to the person who wrote it. But they had mentioned that one of the solutions might be to start paying uh, quarterbacks more and just having maybe the quarterback position be something that's, like, not, like, you don't get a cap hit for uh for paying your quarterback more. Does that make sense? Mm. Where, you know, you can attract maybe some of these, and, and it, it obviously would be <coughs> an investment, but if you could attract some of these like second string guys who like okay, would you rather be holding a clipboard and making X amount of dollars in the NFL? Or would you rather be able to like be able to make more money and actually play in the XFL, right. you know, and maybe pry some of that talent away. You're never going to be able to get like the top tier talent because there's too much, there's too much money that the NFL is, is making. Um, or that there's too much money that NFL players are making, especially at the quarterback position. Um, But if you make it so that way, I don't know, like maybe some of these kids, if you make it maybe an alternative to to college football, maybe, and you're, you know, maybe trying to attract some of that talent from like top tier, like quarterback talent from, you know, maybe like a Clemson or like an Alabama where these guys are, they'll be, they're going to be good. And they're still like high school, you know, they're obviously top level talent coming out of high school, but they're not ready, ready for, the NFL i think that that might be an alternative there if you allow maybe like 19 20 year olds to play uh, you're going to pay them sums of money where the talent i think pool will be bigger will yeah. be bigger
1: and better so it become like an altern like an a um like in a very specific case like lamelo ball going to play overseas in australia right. instead of having being play for free in college yeah that that's i like that idea actually yeah. given giving a like, saying hey you guys are eligible to play in the XFL after graduating high school, sure. So if you guys don't want to be exploited for no money, right? Just <laughs> yeah. come play here. You'll you'll have the exact same risk of getting hurt, right? But for actually being paid
0: for it. And honestly, a lot of the guys who are coming out of the XFL are are guys who maybe weren't ready for prime time, you know, NFL stuff. But there is something to be said about people who have NFL experience to a certain degree. Yeah. Um. You know, and being able to play at that speed, maybe not play super well, but being exposed to that speed speeds you up uh, as a player. So it might be end up being a viable alternative. Maybe for maybe if you just do it specifically for the quarterback position, maybe. But there's also you, you get hit a lot more in the XFL as a quarterback than you would uh, even in college. So that's also something to think about. But it's a viable alternative. I'm I'm excited to see the direction the XFL takes you know, going forward. If that's something that they could do, it should be really interesting. Do we want to talk about the Astros real quick and everything that's going on with uh, with that? Because that's. That to me is like just a whole mess. LeBron came out and said something about. He's like, I know I'm not a, a baseball player, and I'm not even the biggest baseball fan in the world. But uh, if I find out, if I found out that you know someone was cheating and cheated me out of a out of a championship, I would be heated. And Rob Manfred needs to do better.
1: Uh, I feel like I think the whole takeaway from this is that Rob Manfred is not doing his job well, and that yeah. the Astros are I've got, got away with a slap on the wrist. The Astros players, at least, right? Obviously, the manager and DM got fired, but, but the guys fair, who like, actually, yeah. Affected the game are sure. essentially just getting away scot free. Mm-hmm. So um, baseball's got a, a problem on their hands. Um, it's going to so be too. interesting to see if the Astros how badly they do this year. Which I think that I mean none of the players got got penalized and they haven't lost too many players, so they're probably sure. going to be just as good this year. And we'll see how that goes for, well, the, we'll see. for, the, <laughs> Who for the MLB. They're definitely going to get a lot more uh, eyes on the product. I think
2: sure. You, do you think this is something that a lot of the teams were already doing? It's just that they got caught because they were... I think that no, cheating
1: actually. was, like, a certain,
0: maybe not in that specific way. I think cheating has always been kind of like, see if we you can get away with. You know, yeah. There's always been, like, the pine tar on the, you know, the back of the neck. It's yeah. always but been that's like, normal stuff. Right. This is, like, electronic assistance. Yeah, no, of course, of course. <laughs> Again, but it... it that was one of the things that Manfred brought up was, like, if we start doling out punishments to to players and stuff like that, like, more stuff like that might come out. And, like, he's like, I
1: want to protect the integrity of the game. And, again, as a business decision, oh, so, okay. I All understand right. where he's coming I see, from. I see what he's saying. So, okay, look, we know so, there are so many more people that are cheating. Yeah, exactly. But if I, if I actually <laughs> expose them, then we have to expose everybody else, too, and I don't want to do that. So, right, yeah, I get it. Very gotten- cynical, but I get it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, with that being said, I mean, I... I I know I mentioned before that because we had we talked about maybe like them potentially vacating those those championships or the championship that they won. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm, every day I feel like I'm closer to saying, like, yeah, maybe they should take it. <laughs> but again, that's only because we only know of the cheating that has been going on with the Astros. Mm-hmm. If if there is some legitimacy to like other teams and organizations cheating, then maybe it was a more quote unquote level playing field. Like, you know, how people were talking about how, you know, the steroid era was one of the greatest areas of baseball uh, because everyone was juicing and it was. You can say like, oh, you know, you can't allow someone who you know, took steroids into the Hall of Fame, but if everyone was taking steroids, at, you know, <laughs> level playing field technically. Um, so if that was the case with, with this cheating scandal, then I can see why there might be some legitimacy to like, okay, maybe she not get to keep the title if a lot of other people were cheating. But do I really want to know if other teams are cheating? Why wasn't my team cheating? If I, I'm a Marlins fan. Yeah, like we we need to start cheating, cheating better. Hey, We know they weren't cheating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I say and that if that they right were, now. woof. Let me tell you. she <laughs> whiz. All right, I think we're going to have to end it there. I do have to, uh, unfortunately, go, uh, go on the air on the, on the country station, so we're going to have to cut this episode a little bit short. But we're definitely going to try to do a better job of getting more of these episodes out more consistently. I know we took a couple of weeks off there, kind of unscripted, but we're definitely going to try to do a lot better maintaining a... a solid schedule going forward and i appreciate uh you as a listener um you know sticking with us through this through this whole uh, transitionary period uh but you got anything else
1: all good man Good to so see you guys next week nope. all
0: right thank you guys so much and we'll catch you next week